Hey guys, in typical Dyke fashion, we have U-hauled from an episode on dating pretty quickly into an episode on marriage. My name is Leah. And I'm Jill. And this is episode four of Lesbians, Lesbians Are Miracles. <laughs> on this episode, as promised, we have some very special guests with us today, but Jill, why don't you give a little bit of context as to why we thought it was so important to bring in these guests in the first place? Well, coming for a marriage episode, uh, neither Leah nor I are currently or have ever been married, so asking me to speak about marriage is like asking me to speak about calculus. Uh, you're not really going to get anything useful from me there. <laughs> so uh, we brought in some people who are, I mean, as Experts, as far as I can tell, I don't know. <laughs> they're I mean, doing it. They're doing the whole thing better than anybody really else. Well, from from my outsider perspective, uh, we, so if we want to talk about gay marriage, lesbian marriage, we brought in two people who we think are doing it pretty well. The we subject matter experts. Yeah. 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 Oh boy. Wow. <laughs> we are absolutely thrilled the to have them high. here today. Uh, our friends Kim and V. They are. Our very best friends, they are a biracial lesbian couple from Texas and now living in Brooklyn, New York, and they inspire us with their love and the way they live their life every single day. Absolutely. And they're going to drop some knowledge on us today, so... Say hi, ladies. Say hi. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for being here. Hello. Thank you so much for having Since us. Since we've been watching Hocus Pocus, all I can think is like, thank you, ladies, for that marvelous introduction. <laughs> it's like, it's way over the top, though. We are set up to fail. No. Thank you for jinxing our marriage. Well, though. yeah, we don't <laughs> need for an advice necessarily. We don't mean to put you on the spot, yeah, but yeah. we're going to ask some questions that we know will elicit responses that are going to make people sit back and be like, damn, you know, like this is how you really connect with your partner. It made me do that. So. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's just get into it. How long have you guys been married? How long have you guys been together? Um, well, we've been together for eight years now. Yes, right? eight. correct, 2010. Yes, we got engaged in 2013 and married since 2015, so three years. I have to say, that's a good pace. You know, people think about lesbians, U-hauling, going too fast, but I feel like that's a very, like, <laughs> yeah, that's a reasonable pace. pace. <laughs> so yeah. good on you for that, first I of mean, all. There were, Those are the milestones you put in the calendar. There definitely was absolutely the U-haul vibe. Oh, for sure. Uh, yes. <laughs> for sure. So tell so us a little bit about what that U-haul vibe was. I'll let you start with that one. Hey, let us know your origin story as a couple. Yeah. Get, um, get into it. Spare no detail. Oh, boy. I am on the edge of my seat. I'm sure everybody <laughs> else out there is, too. I, I mean, I can... The first time I met Kim, I kind of... I'm pretty sure I fell in love with her at that moment. In 2010, we met at an agency where we both walked together, and she, like... I was walking up to say hi to the new girl who just came. She turned around, whipped her... Whipped her hair back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> that actually she, did happen. <laughs> um, it she was looked like at some me kind of like, like perfect you know, moment. Yeah, yeah picture slow moment. motion. Wasn't me it slow too. motion to you? <laughs> it was until I like scurried away to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and then like after you met Kim and she was your boss at work, right? So yes. what did you do from there? <laughs> Who made, who like made the first flirty move, you know, was the first one to like dip a toe over like the boss direct report line. 
It was definitely me. Yes, but I mean, <laughs> it came I, much later, maybe. Yeah, but I mean, we both knew that there was something more than just like a friendly coworker. So there was some chemistry right off the bat then. Yes, yes, for, for sure. sure. And I think they threw me a welcome happy hour after work one day. And I don't even know if we really even realized she was doing this, but we just were all sitting at this, like, picnic table. She just comes right up and sits on my lap at happy oh, hour. Wow. And I'm like, all right, girl. I didn't realize I was doing that. Um, <laughs> like, your ass just I didn't magically, mind. like, placed <laughs> like, itself on Because you were drinking because you were like, this is just fine, this like, office like, culture. You're like, oh, my boss. I mean, to be clear, like, I'm not completely innocent of doing things like that, but I didn't end up marrying the person. It just, <laughs> it just so happened. <laughs> okay, so then what... Take it from there. We know we've talked about this before, but there were some instances in conference rooms. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Tell us gosh. how, uh, you know, how did you go from a boss and underling vibe <laughs> to <laughs> a, a boss and underling uh, vibe, underling hooking up vibe <laughs> to a top and bottom? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Here it goes. Um, so, I mean, yes, there was certainly, like, kind of, Hiding in conference rooms. There was this one conference room that had frosted glass, like, walls. All the others had clear glass, so we always made it a point to book our meetings in the frosted glass. Do you still remember, room. like, the name of that conference room? Oh, God. It's like 501B. We, I think we just called it. Was it called it the, the library? Or no, the... The, the boom boom um, The boudoir? The boom boom room? No, the boom boom room was the one with the chain. Oh. What? Um, it was the one with the animal pictures in it. Oh, the, yeah. I don't the remember. The kennel? frosted glass The kennel rooms. or something it's like some that. Some frosted glass rooms with the animal pictures. Okay, great. So somebody it booked an, an initial meeting there. Yeah. Yes. It was like very much Mad Men-esque oh, agency life. I love it. Where, I mean, there was a lot of happy hours. A lot of late night right a lot of frosted glass (laughs) a lot of frost a lot of one thing leading into another yes i feel like this is already like a lesbian movie that i might have watched (laughs) yeah i know but this would be an even better one oh yeah okay so after that how did you evolve to sort of a fun like illicit inter-office romance to being like okay like we really want to be girlfriends yeah like let's let's date let's do it who asked you out on a date? Like, who, what was the first date? Was there a date? Um, <laughs> Tell us about was, the date. <laughs> it was, the first date was, um, well, when I was asking Kim if she wanted to be my girlfriend. It was 11 Listen how coy she gets when she says that. <laughs> the sound levels just dipped when V said girlfriend. Girlfriend. It was 11, 11, 11. Kim really loves ones. We have been kind of like... <laughs> We'll just skirt right just past that. <laughs> yeah, when they're stacked up, you get excited. I do. Um, you get stacked up when one. You I get love, excited when one's so stacked really up. I really love like multiple numbers, but especially ones. I don't I, know why. 11, so 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, restaurant that we liked it was like cool vibes and i was just like hey here's 11 gifts do you want to be my girlfriend and you guys were like, Please, official yes. and you bought her 11 yeah. gifts like they before, were small like, like before <laughs> your first so date yes yeah. amazing everyone listening out there wondering 
how to land that crush. I don't know if I this, will take you should years. do that same thing. But, you know, I think we have discussed as a group of friends how V is sort of a queen of a grand gesture. And I think sometimes it makes sense to just be like have the sort of I don't know, chops to go through with a grand gesture. Yeah, fortune favors the bold, you know? When it works, it works so well. When it doesn't, it crashes and burns. So there's a lot of, like, (laughs) survivorship bias there. But, what you know, if if it works, then, like, it really works. Yeah. As you guys kind of test it. And you're living proof. And it works. works. Yeah. So were you so, like, surprised and endeared by the 11 gifts? I was. I mean, it was still complicated. Um, what made it because, complicated besides the boss and uh... I mean, at the time, <laughs> V was dating another woman. So I wasn't really sure where. Scandal. So you're like, like girl, son. these are like cute socks, but like, what the fuck yeah, is going on in your mind? I was like, so you're still living with your ex? Like, is... Okay, so they weren't date. Like, you weren't like asking Kim to be your girlfriend when you still had a girlfriend and were buying 11 gifts. You were just like living with your ex. I was ex. living with living. my ex at the yeah. time. Okay. That makes things complicated. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> Would you care to elaborate on that complication? <laughs> Um, I mean, it was just like, for me, it was always a question. Like, as long as they lived together, it was like, you know, I'm a secure, confident person, but how confident can you be when you're, the girl you're dating is going home every night to their ex-girlfriend? And like, how emotionally invested can you get? To be be nice that she did go home. To be fair, yeah, going home, (laughs) not very very nice. Okay, but, um, but yeah. But at that point, what was your relationship with the person that you were living with? Were you still like actively dating? Were you no. kind of like on the outs? We weren't on the outs. We weren't still actively dating. She was dating someone else also at the time. I think for me, and people will realize this if they were, if you know me, you know, I just, I don't know those kinds of things. I just don't really. You're it like, was we'll normal for it me, out, and I was just like, yeah, so it's probably normal for everyone else. Who doesn't pursue <laughs> someone with 11 gifts while they're living with their ex? That's That is actually some, She's like, friends. expert level you all <laughs> yeah, girl. <laughs> You're setting some foundation right there. I mean, yeah, that's so enough. U-Hauling because it's, like, taking yeah. care of two U-Haul trips at once. It's like, you know, no I'm storage wait. necessary. Yeah, I'm just going to wait to move. From my ex until I have yeah. a new girlfriend. It's from point A to point B. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. This, this shit is not going to a storage facility in between. It's like, we're going to make yeah, this efficient. It was, yeah. It was also yeah. fluid. A little awkward, I guess. But you also, back, like, but... you, that went on for, like, two yeah, years. Yeah, I lived with her two, for two years. years. So I was going to be like, I thought you were going to say three months, and I was going to be no, like, oh, I lived okay. with her for another, like, year and a half. The first two years of your relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So was it kind of like just operating on an even keel and not necessarily like progressing and advancing or was it progressing and advancing? It was progressing. It was progressing and advancing. It was progressing. I mean, like after the first year we were, we were dating, like we were together and I had already resigned from my position where I was or because of this, because of this. And also it was just crazy there. So (laughs) I decided to move on. Um, but it was, I mean, it was official, official, just like that was the living situation for the better part of Did the Did you years. put any pressure on V to be like, move out of your exes? No, which is another reason why I had no idea it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, none at all. And none of your friends were like, girl, like, no. this is very odd, people. Well, I think, so also, I had 
date, like not even dated women before. I had been with women before. And this was the first like real serious relationship I had with a woman. And I was like, well, maybe this is just how it is. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. It worked for us. This but is it the was, way it that we you like didn't question and love. And yeah. love. You didn't question it that much. And you were also like 20 something, I guess. I mean, I was I was 27. Yeah. yeah. I was a, I was older 20s. But it worked. <laughs> it worked. And so like what was I guess straw that broke the camel's back is like not the greatest term to use, but like how did it eventually come to pass that V moved out of her girlfriend's house and like mm. y'all girlfriend's house. Ex- okay, so by the time you moved out, she was your ex-girlfriend. Yes. Oh, yes. She Long were high- I Well, out. I think it's important to clarify for our listeners that, like, you weren't actively hiding something from her no. for no, two years. Because I don't think we all. made that point clear. Okay. Okay. So, so like, y'all would go over there yeah. and stay the night. Okay. She was the ex engaged, was in the next I think, room. by that time. Okay. Also. And she was just, like, didn't care. It was we what it was. We were just, like... I, yeah. You were just roommates. You had transitioned from totally. lovers to roommates. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Big time. Now that I'm saying it out loud, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that is hard to understand. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just think it's it, just like, like, bears, like, laying the facts in, like, chronological order. Yeah. I'm imagining myself meeting someone and being like, oh, I really like her. That, that was a great date. This might turn into something. And then her being like, by the way, um, I live with my ex. That would give me Pause. I, that would give I mean, me pause. The thing is, is like I when I met her, I knew she was living. She had a girlfriend, and, and you were like, "I'm not sweating her, her girlfriend." I was like, "Well, game on." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Whatever Kimmy wants, Kimmy, Kimmy gets. gets. <laughs> Anybody who knows Kimmy Fair knows enough. that that's true. Um, so what was sort of, how did you finally be like, okay, like I'm gonna take this next step in early. Yeah. Like how did, like what, what was the turning point when you were like, you know what, this is, this is for real. And like, I want this to like, did you have a time in that two year span, um, where you were like, this is the person I want to be with. Like, this is the real deal. Yeah. I mean, speaking for myself, I feel like that happened Again, maybe the first time I met Kim, but at least 10 other times before, probably before 11, 11, 11. Wow. So you, you, yeah. were, you, were, you knew from the beginning. Yeah. When like, you love at first sight. Um, I mean, I think I did put a little pressure on her moving out with her ex to like really see if this was for real. Um, so, I mean, while it was, I mean, we were certainly in love and I mean, it was wonderful. I think when I felt that this was forever or this is this is it was when she agreed to move in with me uh-huh okay and then how soon was that from from the time that v moved out of the exes moved in with you just one one u-haul trip that's some efficient like, u-haul anthropologist like <laughs> trying to understand narratives like and now what <laughs> yeah um like please guide me teach me your way um i mean v took it from there Okay, so so how soon did you get engaged after you guys moved in together? Wait, 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 hold on. I just think from past conversations, there is some, like, story where V made, like, 
a grand gesture with her words and it might have taken place in a restaurant and it's really cute and was like a milestone of your relationship and I don't mean to, you know, put you on the spot, but if you care to recount that, the I spot think that is yours really if you would weird. like to take it. Says, if not, you can just say pass. Um, I try I don't when was that? Eleven eleven twelve. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad I asked. <laughs> no, because it was around the time the first time I said kind of I love you was near was around South by Southwest in Austin. No, that's on top of Oasis. Me. Was that when someone uh, was hiding in a tree? Or was that a different time? Oh, are you talking about the time we climbed the tree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knock that was a different that? time altogether. Okay, sorry. Different <laughs> setting. Keep wandering. Down I mean, I'm open to hearing any of these stories. Me too. Oh my gosh. Well, we can talk about Nocturnal Fest for just a second. This is kind of how we're dating. Oh yeah. Kind sure, of advanced as well. Okay, yeah. Let's um, talk about okay. Detail. Let's talk about Okay, well, so we fuck the dinosaur to... story. We're talking about Nocturnal Fest. <laughs> we don't have to. No, I yes, want to. I yes, love this story. I'm glad we, this is where I wanted to go all along. <laughs> um so I think we we're supposed to meet up with some friends at this Nocturnal Fest outside of Austin, about like an hour and a half, two hour drive outside of Austin. Um, but it turns out that, like, they couldn't go, so it was just V and I that mm-hmm. went to this, um, like, midnight rave, essentially, is what it was, in the middle of a pasture in Texas. A pasture? <laughs> <laughs> um, were there a lot of, like, raves in pastures? Was that kind of There it? were a lot of pasture parties. Oh, okay. Pasture parties. Pasture parties. As someone who grew up on, like, the Jersey Shore, the notion of a pasture party. <laughs> pasture <laughs> gotcha to the right hand side. <laughs> parties but we want to know <laughs> i mean there's a lot of land and no one can find you yeah in the middle of nowhere no doubt. um so anyways it was a whole bunch of like djs and like it was a massive rave and so we were there and um v decided to climb a tree and then for what reason just came to chivalry. It was, it was Good really, like, tree. it was lit up, and it was a cool, climbable tree. I love a cool, climbable tree. I, I like to climb trees. Same. Um, until she fell out of the tree, was... and her contacts popped out of her head, and she was blind for well. the rest of the concert. <laughs> and shortly after that... You fell that, out so hard, your contacts popped you out imagine? of your head? No, that seems yeah, so it violent. It happen. It really happened. This um, is how we knew we were meant to be, though. It's, I mean, Fortune it was, favors the brave, it is. as one would say. Go on. Um, but right after that, as I was like trying to help her make sure she didn't have a concussion, um, I somehow managed to lose all of my possessions. Sweet. Like my bag, my purse, my phone, my car keys, literally our drugs, everything. <laughs> I was literally just going to say, were you guys on drugs? And I was like, no, don't make them talk no. about drugs. And I'm like, oh, okay. We can like, cut that. Talk about drugs. tree. We, it was we all lit up. She felt extremely compelled to climb it. Uh, everything was gone. Um, and then I remember seeing... <laughs> Um, this guy who looked really familiar that V had introduced me to, his name's Bear, and he was like driving this like dragon bicycle through the field. A dragon bicycle? Yes. Totally. I mean, who goes to a pasture party without a dragon bicycle? That's true. <laughs> um, and I 
like vaguely remembered him. And so I went up to him because we can't see who it is. I like see this guy <laughs> across the field and I'm like chasing after this dragon yelling bear. And he probably had no idea who I was. I had only met him once. But anyway, it's like this sounds like Game us. of Thrones, even though I don't watch that. <laughs> and he saved us and drove us back to Austin. Yeah. That was and our first That like, was our first like date. Okay. And yeah. and that was like a bonding experience for, for you. Yeah. And you guys were like, yeah, yeah we were like, oh, I'm going to guide make, you. We make a good team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. When like, like, push comes to show, when the contacts pop out of your head, I'm going to be right there for you. <laughs> That's right. Again, to be fair, this was, this was our first, it happened to be our first date. Our first actual date I took out with 11 gifts. So that was the real oh, okay. date. Okay. This, this was a turn into date. This is our first, like, adventure. Okay. And then the 11, 11, 11 was after this? Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Wow. Uh, that is quite a timeline. I'm having trouble keeping it all straight. <laughs> Me as well. Oh, it's not straight. <laughs> so, yeah. Such a gay memory. So good. So, you're living together, and had you talked about marriage before the engagement happened? Was it something you kind of both... No. Uh, okay, so it was sprung. Who sprang it? Let's tell us about this. Someone, they were both sprung. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> we hadn't really talked about it that much not at all. At I mean, maybe we talked about marriage as a ever concept. Maybe. Yeah. But never. Not, but never even us. like, oh, like, oh, I love you. I, you're my person. I want to be with you forever. Not even that? Not really. No. I mean, that was understood, at least on my yeah, part, I but guess. never, but like, really spoken. S- yeah. Okay. Um... So, so you're living together for how many years? Months. Months. <laughs> how many months? How many weeks? Uh, two? Weeks? Months. <laughs> two, two months. Three months. Two minutes. Two minutes. I don't know. I don't know how many months. Um, maybe like six. Okay, good. You're better at that than I. <laughs> maybe like six? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I got a job opportunity in New York. And I was like, oh, I want to take it, but I really want you to come. And she's like, what do you mean? Are you just going to go? And I'm like, yeah, but only if you'll come with me, will you come? And she says yes. And like, so was you were even, were you putting like breaking up on the table as an yeah, option? Yeah, was there a no? Did it get a, like almost ultimatum you or it was just like, this is going to happen. What no, are we gonna it do? was more just like a, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And then I think organically the conversation just came to like, if I can't go without you, and yeah. you saying, well, what does that mean? And I'm like, well, please come. And you're like, okay, I will. Yeah, I was like, I was kind of making her ask me instead of just me offering it up. Because yeah. I yeah. didn't want to put too many cards on the table. She had just agreed to move in with me, like, a oh, few months damn. before. Yeah. And I was like, wait a second. Like, you've got to ask me. Yeah, like, you need her to say, I will you move with me instead yeah. of, like, I would so, like it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad I made all the right choices here. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't mean, realize what was going did. on. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. So then, so, so then, when Kim says she'll move me, I was thinking, um, this is incredible. I already knew that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with her, but just was like, oh, I should make this more official. I should make this a thing and show her how committed I am. And so then I decided I was going to propose at our going away party and 
made plans. You weren't expecting it. I was not expecting it at all. Like, I thought this was a going away party in our friend's backyard who we hang out with all the time. So it was, like, no big deal. But then I started getting, like, hints of kind of a strange combination of people that were coming um, from out of town to be at our going away party. And I was like, Mm -hmm. wow, like, I mean... I feel so loved. Like, everyone's coming to this going away party. I'll be back next month, but this is great. <laughs> and I think the only semi-clue I had is that two, like, out-of-state guests were there. So, your producer, Courtney. Who lives in, in New York to where you were moving. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, it's really important in, I go to her going away right. party. Yeah. Being she that she'll be moving down the she block. She was there to exactly. shoot a wedding, but I was like, that's just weird. And I've seen you all weekend and you have not shot a wedding. Right. Um, <laughs> and then one of our other friends, Ryan, came in from Colorado. So I was like, well, I'm gl- glad you're here, but I'm not even going to move to where I'm going to see you. <laughs> yeah. Those are the only two weird like inclinations I, I had that this is like a really big deal. But I still had no idea. It was an engagement. And V, had you like asked like any or like socialized the idea to anyone? Like Kim's family, your family, your friends, anyone? Yes. Yes. Well, first I asked her parents, would they sort of give us, you know, in the traditional sense of like, give us your blessing or, you know, be there and be happy for us. And of course they said yes, which was so sweet. So Um, of course they said yes. Your parents were always supportive of your relationship from the get go. Yeah. They were very, very supportive. They loved V. Um, I mean, how could you? I how mean, could you not? Yeah. How could you not? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, my family's always been really supportive of our relationship. I think it maybe for like a very little period of time, they were just like shocked to see that I am committing myself to like a, a woman. But yeah. they were, that was so over that yeah. very quickly. Um, I think it was my my 25th birthday I don't know I don't know, I don't know how old I am today um, <laughs> but it was uh, we had it at my parents lake house I had like like a ton of people come um, up to the lake and my brother was there with his wife um, and they both like pulled me aside and like we've never seen you happier with Aww. anyone um, and they just like fell in love with me that was we like we weren't even like Thing then. Well, it was like, oh, this is just my They actually knew it was something before we ever declared that it was something. Oh, okay. oh so they, they just, saw they it. Just, I mean, you guys do have a very palpable chemistry, so yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing that it read from the beginning. Totally. So. Okay, so. okay, so yes, I told her parents, of course, and told some of my family, and then I told all of our friends in clusters, like, each of them, like, this is a secret, don't tell anyone. Mm-hmm. And so, pockets of people all knew, and knew that they were coming to be a part of this engagement, but, yeah. And so, Kim, what did you say when she... <laughs> <laughs> um, well, and, like, were, you, you didn't see, like, we've so, discussed this before, well, but you we did were, not like, see it coming. One or two hours into the party, still had no idea what was happening, and um, you had, like, a weird inclination, but not, not even that not much. Not inclination. It was, like, like weird oddities. Like, it's like, oh, that's uh-huh. out of place, but, like, not anything that I would try to piece together. Did totally. you get down on one knee, V? So I did. She did. And it wasn't until, so, <laughs> as we Was were that like, ready, cut the music? So, I knew she was working on a slideshow, 
Um, because I got really mad at her, actually, the week before <laughs> our going away party. Because I was still working. She had already resigned at her last job, getting ready to start her new job in New York. And so I was thinking, you have all this time. You can just, like, pack up and help us move across the country. But I would get home and, like, literally nothing was packed. So I was getting really frustrated. And I was like, what are you doing all day, every day with our friend Craig? Like, what are you doing? And it turns out she had been building this, like, proposal video that I didn't even really catch on to the fact that it was a proposal video until halfway through where I was like, these are kind of some intimate photos of just the two of us. Like, not anything bad, but, like, I thought it was, like, a going away party with friends, so I thought it would, like, be big friends you And B was and, like, I have, like, a surprise. And then it's the, the, music, and then the music started. It was my favorite song that, um, who, uh, I don't remember. Miguel? It was, it was like a Miguel song that we saw at Alicia Keys concert. Yeah, exactly. And I heard that song and I was like, oh God. Oh, and oh then so you it was kind the song know. that really gave it away. Yeah, man. it was. Oh, I love that. It was, because I was like, our friends don't even know this song. Like, what is, what's happening here? Then it happened so quickly. And then V, you looked down and V was like on one knee with the yes. ring. Okay, so like, there's a little cute bit about this. Walk us through it. Um, so, I mean, she got down. Oh, well, you say what you said. I don't remember what I said. It was something about how you made me the happiest ever, and I just at, all my life wanted to find someone who I could make as happy as possible, or some. I don't know. You asked me to be your journey mate. Yes, I did. <laughs> so, of course, Wait, will you I say that yes. word again? Journey mate. I love that so much like how did you come up with that because I just you know there's there's partner and there's life partner perfect and, but like journey me is just like oh yeah because like, that's I, what I want, I want I've said this before mate. when the gift of rom-coms for me was one like Reese Witherspoon and then I'm like yes um actually I might be gay because I'm really attracted to her and second <laughs> so you have a type <laughs> I know I was like oh interesting oh, that like huh. a strong confident southern woman <laughs> is attracted to southern you belle. yeah and that's weird okay go on Continue. other thing they let me know is I remember thinking the way um the two couples would come together it's just like I, necess- I didn't necessarily want that in life, but I wanted this idea of someone to go on this journey with. And so, like, you know, journey mate was just always the thing that I was looking for, and I didn't necessarily ascribe uh, gender or sexuality to it, but that mm-hmm. plus Reese Witherspoon kind of... Okay, so that's interesting to me. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, go ahead. Like, okay, so journey mate you always knew you wanted a journey mate yes but, but you didn't even know if you wanted that to be a wife or a husband or what like yeah. i'm wondering what both how did both of you view marriage growing up and like did it change as you uh came into your sexuality and realized like you know like like for me i would like try and picture myself like as a bride with a, a guy when i was like nine or ten and it always just felt something off I don't, and I don't even know why I was like well I hate dresses no what you know like it just whatever I saw in the media didn't fit me yeah and it's not necessarily like because of being against like pair bonding with another person it was just like what I saw didn't seem to apply to me so I always wonder with uh gay people who do get married like what like how did you how did you view marriage and weddings and things like that growing up maybe before you realized you were uh, gay as opposed to then you did realize you were gay? Mm-hmm. Like, 
were you like, I'm gay and I want to get married? Or was it like, <laughs> I can, oh, do, should I get married? You know, like what, what are, what are my choices? Or did here? you even think about it until you yeah. met each other? Yeah. Um, do you want me to go? Yeah. I think, so marriage to me, like it was, it was all around me. Like my parents, um, are <laughs> married and have been married for 40 something years. Um, both of my sets of grandparents have been married forever. So, I mean, I, I liked the concept of having a person to, like, grow old with. I don't think I had ever thought about, like, I, I don't think I ever pictured myself with a significant other like that. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't have a, a picture that I was trying to paint. Okay. Um, but, I, I mean, I did all the stereotypical things. I think I was a bride for Halloween one year. And, <laughs> I like, I liked the pretty dress. But I didn't have this vision of who who I would be marrying or if I would marry someone. Mm-hmm. Um, really until probably I got older. And, I mean, I really kind of had written marriage off of the table once I um, realized I was gay. Living in Texas, it's like, yeah, you know, that'll never happen. Right. And it was probably, it might have even been like pre the Obama administration when like, I don't know, to us, it was like, no, that really is not even a conversation. Right. The days of Prop 8. Yeah. Yeah. Or even before that. Yeah. I mean, same for me. I think maybe it wasn't necessarily an accessible thing to me for much of my life, especially after I realized I was gay. And it wasn't until... Um, definitely until after I was with Kim that I thought like, oh, that's something that seems right for, sure. for us. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because yeah. you guys are just so good at like being married and representing like what marriage can be, not as an institution that like people have to ascribe to, but like what it can be between like a couple yeah. who just like loves each other and like is really and is kind of defining it for themselves <laughs> yeah. and really are journey mates, you know? I think that's actually like... <laughs> One of the few benefits we have as being a like same sex couple is that we don't feel the pressure of stereotypes to yeah. conform to. It really is our own journey as ever like however we choose to live it. So I mean it's it's really like best friend lovers first amongst everything else. There's Yeah. It's I mean what we there are it. of course the practical benefits of uh, so spice, spouse survival benefits and being able to make medical decisions for each other yeah. and yeah. having the option of like joint taxes and totally. stuff like yeah. that. And um, like having now, a right yeah. to somebody else's like whatever they've worked for or whatever yeah. they've worked for together when they die, which is sort of like the basis on which the fight for gay marriage has always taken, I guess, or has had to necessarily take in order to like come into sort of like the social, yeah. like the collective consciousness, you know? Yeah, it's right. always like based on some legal issue like that, but it's also so much like as it's personal so much more. as it is of political. Course. Yeah, yeah, of course. And it, it's interesting for me to see that your guys' relationship from the timeline you gave me kind of parallels like a really um, important time for marriage equality in, yeah. in the States because. In the states, <laughs> in the, in here in the country states. Because <laughs> I mean, growing up, I remember vaguely hearing things like, "Oh, like maybe like Hawaii or Vermont, like did a civil union thing in the late yeah. '90s." And it, there was this like push and pull and this fight 
And it wasn't something I thought about a lot it, when it did come up. It was just like, this should be a thing, marriage equality. And But I was still, you know, kind of teenager. And then Massachusetts happened. I think that was 2004. And Massachusetts legalized gay marriage. And it was like all of a sudden like, oh, wow, shit, like this might happen. And there was a lot of like, you know, there was that victory. But then there was pullback and a lot of states started just going ahead and banning it and yeah. it was just like oh oh shit and then prop 8 happened in 2008 right um mm-hmm. and then i think 2011 was when new york legalized new york, it yeah. during pride well that's right. yeah i yeah. mean it's it's funny because like that's just when supreme court decisions right. happen to come out but it's great it's because it's great yeah, yeah because it's like always pride weekend in new york and i just remember like partying hard yeah, that year like sure. that was great when New York yeah. legalized it and then you guys married summer of 2015 is that correct yes, yes. That's but when right. you guys got engaged gay marriage certainly wasn't legal in Texas no it was, was it legal in New York yeah it was. so you were like doing it V was this a consideration for you you were like we're moving, moving to, to New, New York. York and gay marriage is legal there or did you not even really think about I didn't that? really think about that that's just one of the benefits of living yeah here. Yeah. yeah, I think, I mean, at the point of our relationship, I would have wanted to be engaged and wanted the, to fight for the, for the right to marry, whether or not it was legal here. Yeah. You were just like um, going to do it no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. But it also, so it so happened after our honeymoon, we got back and they had just struck down DOMA. DOMA mm-hmm. that, and that was what nas- like made it, made it yes, nationally that's yeah. right. legal. I yeah. remember sitting Right after your honeymoon. And Damn. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, like, here's a belated wedding yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. Like, P.S., now you can go to Texas and be married <laughs> and there, too. Married. Actually, our first, like, out-of-state vacation we took together was to New York for Pride in oh, 2011. Oh, I love this story. That's so To go crazy. visit Courtney. And um, that, yeah. that was, like, our first time in New York together, first time at the Pride Parade. And you guys went to pr- the Pride yes. Parade. Yeah, yeah. Well, tell, so tell us about moments. that experience. Um, I mean, well, it was an amazing experience. Uh, I think we were both just like high on love, like both from uh-huh. we were like taking this trip Drunk together, yeah. Um, but also like just the energy around pride, like coming and from being Austin, like there's Austin pride, but it's it nothing like the New York City pride. Uh huh. Um, so just like all the love and like feeling free was really yeah. exciting. Like we could be our true selves down the streets of New York, where like I mean in Texas, like. You kind of you're like aware of where you bit. are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was amazing, and we heard about the New York law being passed, which was super exciting. Yeah, and I think everybody we, we was both like got dancing shirts that had the, the date like stamped on it. Yeah, um, I remember that day too. Yeah, I, I still remember that so vividly. It was, it was so much fun. Yeah, that was that was an awesome. Watch the awesome Empire year. State Building light up in rainbow. Oh. It was so cool. Um, so what I want to talk about with you guys really quickly and I know we've talked about this before but I also just want to use it as a vehicle for like bringing up these funny stories but I think we always sort of talk about like how tradition plays into heteronormative or heterosexual marriages or relationships versus how it plays out in um, like lesbian relationships or queer relationships especially when getting married is concerned so like we're wondering to what degree if any heteronormative tradition played a part in your wedding planning Mm -hmm. and then if you could slash we could talk more about 
um, your wedding shower and your bachelorette party because they were just the best and bear mentioning in some kind of detail, like at least. Oh my God. But I guess like first and foremost, like when you were st- first started thinking about planning your wedding, like to what role, if any, did I guess traditional heteronormative sort of narratives or like ways of that looking come into play, or were you just mm. like we're gonna define this totally for ourselves? Um, I think it was mostly defined by ourselves. I think so. I would say that the traditions of marriage and the parties that come along with it or whatever the surrounding pomp and circumstance was a nice like <laughs> waypoint for us to like, let's design a party around this idea. Let's yeah. have two bachelorette parties. Where let's have a ridiculous <laughs> like shower. <laughs> two yeah. ridiculous showers. I mean, yeah. And just we like did rage that with our things. friends. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think... I mean, the, the traditions that we, like, incorporated into both the pre-wedding and actual wedding, I mean, they were selected by us because we either, one of us liked it or we just, like, wanted to make that our own. But it wasn't like we had a, a list of things that have to happen, and if they don't happen, then we're doing something More wrong. More importantly, mm-hmm. there, there was none of that pressure. There was no way those things had to happen. Like, there's no definition around what our bachelorette slash Fratulorette, I think is what Yeah, the Fratulorette. I'd like just to was. talk a little. So first of all, your wedding shower was in the backyard at Snug Manor where Courtney and yes. Alan and Sarah were living. And yes. we built you that like balloon arch and then Lady Quesadilla. Rainbow, Rainbow balloon, balloon arch. And Lady Quesadilla made guacamole. Yeah. And like we had yes. y'all's pictures. P.S. Lady Quesadilla is an amazing drag queen. Is it amazing? <laughs> well, it was drag like, oh, someone made guacamole. Yeah. No, Lady Quesadilla. So good. Book her for your parties. Um, yeah. It was so much fun. But that was so fun and cute and like totally co ed and just oh, like yeah. was an excuse for us to have fun on a Sunday. And then your bachelorette slash Fletcher. Someone take the mic away from me. It was supposed to be in one place and then it had to be rescheduled. So like talk about a little bit where it got rescheduled and why. Oh my gosh. So first of all, we have amazing friends like you, Jill and Leah, (laughs) that um, we actually weren't all that involved in the planning. We were just like, hey, I want to have a party on the beach. So it first started in one place that didn't work out, so we're like, let's go to the Jersey Shore instead. <laughs> um, An excellent substitute, if I do say yeah. so. Oh my gosh. And it turned out to be amazing. Like, we just rented a house near the beach. Hashtag Jello Wrestling. Hashtag Jello Wrestling. Jell-O Hashtag wrestling shout happened. out to Sarah Griffin. <laughs> yeah. We insane. got a giant kiddie pool filled with red Jello, and it just, you know. It, it, it turned out throughout the weekend. It escalated. I mean, and then it de escalated. Well, it didn't really de It more devolved than de escalated. <laughs> yeah. Word. Um, uh, we also had a, sh- a shower in Austin that uh, Kim's sister threw. And it was oh just like, it was also co head. Huge party band there. Like, yeah, drinks. she hired a fucking like, band. It was incredible. It was insane. <laughs> we had another bachelorette party at Kim's ranch, and like, oh my god, that was that insane. was insane. So it was, it was just, just like basically an excuse to party exactly. with people you love. Yeah, like exactly. throughout this summer too, because you guys. Well, I guess it was like a little bit before the summer, it but it was like leading up to yeah. that. Yeah, that was a wild summer for me too. I'm even your rehearsal. Your rehearsal dinner was, and I will not go into any detail. <laughs> well, I was like, Let's except to say that it was one of the most wild. 
wild nights of my life. We and should that be, is all I will we'll say We'll revisit about that. that as a different podcast. No, uh, I really want to get into won't. it. I would no, like to be invited back as a guest to talk about oh, that so night. you want to ask me the probative questions? <laughs> yes. We're going to flip this we'll mic see. around. Yeah, we'll see about that. So, so, you guys have now been married for over three years. Mm-hmm. How's, yes. how's, how's it going? How's it been? What can you, what, what are some, I, what, like people always say, like, how do you make it work? So I'm going to ask as someone who has not made it work yet, how do you make it work? And like, I think what's an interesting piggyback to this question is like, what if anything has changed from like when you first got married to now? Yeah. Are there any differences between like, you know, the month before you were officially wife and wife to, uh. Man, that's so hard. Yeah. I think I, if I were to try, there is part and parcel of the same answer for me anyway. Um, how do we make it work is, I feel like throughout this conversation, as I'm listening to it out loud, I've found so many things that don't necessarily sound obvious or traditional in the way that our relationship has come together and it's progressed true. and evolved. Starting with the fact that I lived with my ex-girlfriend for two years, which, <laughs> which I guess is weird. But, but I think, who cares? I, think like, I, just I was going to say here that that's weird. <laughs> I was going to say that, um, yeah, there's a who cares about, who cares what anyone else thinks about our relationship or yeah. about what marriage is supposed to look like and what love is supposed to look like. It's just what works for us and we just keep investing in that. And... Over time, I guess that's what's changed about our lives over time is just we're even more comfortable doing that and more confident that that's what I was gonna be just fine and perfect and wonderful. Yeah, Yeah. and you can just keep like making the rules for yourself. Yeah, I always hear about not always, but I see I've noticed a trend of queer people who do choose marriage almost seem like retroactively apologetic like oh i know it's heteronormative but like it's not heteronormative if you're doing it you're like yeah. you're two gay people like yeah. you, and you are defining it as you see fit and yep. straight people do not have a monopoly on like pair bonding if that's yeah. what they choose to yeah. do and like so, like yeah i think it i mean yeah we've, we've just i think it's it, what's changed to me is just we've grown together like We've gone through more experiences. Yeah. We've, we've done more things together. We've had a chance to work through different types of scenarios together. And I think all of those things just make you grow and create this sense of comfort with one another. If someone were to ask you for, like, life. advice for, like, for a strong marriage, a strong relationship, what would you tell them? Um, I think two things. One is make time for each other and make it a priority, regard like, over everything. Um, we, we both have on our work calendars date night every Wednesday night, which my coworkers see, her coworkers see, and it's like, don't book anything on Wednesday nights. Like, this is this is our time. And I think that and we L- all know, too. Yes. <laughs> which, um, it's way, on our calendars as exactly. well. Exactly. <laughs> and sometimes we have special edition date yeah. night with friends. Yeah. It's just, you know, that's right time together and there's like certain things that are important it's like make sure like we our phones are put away like there's no distractions other than like we're actually talking to one another the other part is um i think the element of surprise like you have to surprise each other and demonstrate that love to each other um and sometimes you have to go above and beyond just the day-to-day routine to to have that that specialness to it Mm -hmm. keep that spark alive yeah (laughs) 
So I have one final question, and then and if Jill has a final question, obviously she can ask it and doesn't need my permission to do that. Um, Thanks, Leah. You're welcome. Anyway, so as we've stated at the outset of this, um, you guys are a biracial lesbian couple from Texas living in New York. Like, what's the most surprising thing you get asked or, like, the most unexpected reaction when y'all are out in the wild? <laughs> so to speak. Um, I mean, for the most part, we we go through the world and have no problems at all. We don't get any questions. But there are the occasional situations. I think the one was um, we were taking a bus upstate and the bus driver looked at both of our um, IDs and they're like, so... I have to ask, like, what's with the same last names? And it's like, he's like, are you sisters? We're like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, clearly no, that's the obvious. <laughs> um, but then and so did you tell him? Yeah. We're like, we're married. We're, and he's, he's like, like oh, oh, of course. Of course. Of course. It's like, all right. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. But I, think I feel like that's actually, the... yeah, that's the one we get most often, which is just really yeah, I mean, I I remember maybe it's um, the way I hold your hand air. in public. <laughs> <laughs> so loving, so, so tender. Yeah, you guys are such good gal pals. We took each other's last <laughs> names. Just a couple of gal pals. <laughs> Gals being pals. Um, I've gotten it a couple of times um, at the airport too, like at airlines. If I'm like waiting for you get get to the airport for example and I already checked in bags mm-hmm. like oh well, well we'll just hold your your sister's luggage tag until she gets here and right I was now. like sure sure yeah. thank you thank so you. much okay. I really appreciate oh, that here she is my yes. sister I just, just told you kiss my sister on the mouth <laughs> yeah. we're just very told close. you we're going to our bachelorette party okay. <laughs> oh man well, I mean, the only question I have is, will you guys marry me? <laughs> I mean, like, oh haven't God. they kind of already? <laughs> and that's the thing about Kim and V2. It's like they're a little bit married to all of us, and we are all so much better yes. for it and just have benefited from their love and their force in our lives. And we're so lucky to Yeah, absolutely. Them. Something to aspire to. <laughs> Something to sure. aspire to. Um, y'all are our role models. Thank you so much for letting us ask you all the hard and maybe some of the easy and fun questions about being a married lesbian couple in 2018. Yeah, and uh, we're just so happy that you could join us, and we hope you'll be guests again. We'll of talk. Course. Of, maybe we can like really dig deep into that rehearsal dinner night. That yes. 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 There's so much more to cover here. Yes. This, we've just scratched the surface, but thank you guys so much for being here. This. Thank you all for listening. This has been our fourth episode of Lesbians Are Miracles. Yeah, and there's more coming your way. This is going to be a, a, a season full of great dyke content, so stay with us. Stay with us. Thank you for listening up until now, and... Lesbians are... Choo-choo-choo! Miracles!